Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. up team welcome to the first episode of 2024 if you're new here let me introduce myself i'm rachel ballinger i have been on the internet as a content creator oh wow since i was 21 and i'm 32 so for over 11 years i have been making content on the internet and i am usually a very family friendly no i lied i'm not family friendly i'm brand friendly I, all of my content is very brand friendly, so I don't cuss. Big words. And there are certain words that I decide that aren't bad words that other people would think are bad words. It's up to you to decide what's what. Uh, but I don't cuss, and then I don't drink. I don't talk about drinking. I don't talk about drugs. I don't do drugs ever. But I keep my stuff clean so that brands will sponsor me. <laughs> and also, it makes it easier for a lot of people to watch my stuff. But yeah, so I decided... Four years ago? Three years ago? I don't know. Whatever season we're on is how many years ago. I decided to... No. Three. Two? I don't know. I was in Hawaii with my girlfriend. and We've only been together three years. So two and a half years ago, I decided to make a podcast where you could find an uncensored version of me. That doesn't mean I'm a dick or I'm an asshole or I say shit I shouldn't say. It just means... You can see a truer side, not a truer side, just a different side of me you've never seen online before. Here, I can talk about more adult content, not that I'm family friendly, but that maybe a lot of brands wouldn't want me to do on my episodes or whatever. Oh, something just fell. What fell, Blaze? Dog of the day, Blaze boy. Anyway, so that's what this podcast is. It's a place where I'm not family friendly. I am not brand friendly. I am uncensored. Doesn't mean I'm always going to talk about sex, drugs, and rock and roll, but it's a place where if I want to, I can. Uh, most, I'm going to try every other episode to have a guest this season. It was a little chaotic last season. Emily was a guest a lot, but she's moved to Texas. That selfish bitch. <laughs> so this season, I have to actually like try and invite people on. I'm also going to try to have a little more structure, not just always read Am I the Assholes. This episode... I've asked Instagram to ask me questions about myself. I decided the first episode of the season is going to be reintroducing myself. Is this season three or four? I have no idea what season I'm on, but <laughs> I could very easily look it up and I don't want to. And then uh, I also asked Instagram a fun question that is going to lead to conversation, but also have some funny answers. So that's what today's episode is reintroducing myself and having some fun with Instagram. If you don't follow me, I'm going to start asking them, them being the people on Instagram, a little bit more questions so you can be a little bit more involved, involved in the podcast and not just do uh, Reddit shit. Every once in a while I will, but that's what this is. So without further ado, welcome to Rachel Uncensored. How was everyone's new year? Mine sucked. I'll tell you that much. Hi. So the last time we talked at the end of last year, I think was right before Christmas. 
Uh, yeah. It was with Joy, I believe. Correct? Let's assume so. That, I had high hopes, y'all. I had high hopes for Christmas. My Christmas was good. I actually had a really great Christmas. I loved Christmas. But then my girlfriend, if those of you who are living under a rock or just don't check all my social medias, because why would you? Maybe this is the only thing of me you check out. But uh, my girlfriend came home on the 27th and we were supposed to throw our friend Zara a huge birthday party on the 28th. Her birthday is on the 28th. So she's one of those birthdays that just gets looked over because it's three days after Christmas, you know? So we decided, no, no, because Zara is one of the most amazing people we've ever met. And so we were like, you have to celebrate your birthday. And she goes, well, I've always wanted a Hannah Montana themed slumber party. And I said, bet if there's anything I can do, it's throw a themed birthday party. So my girlfriend threw, flew home on the 27th so she could be here for the 28th, Zara's party day. And right when my girlfriend landed, she was like, hey, babe, I'm getting one of my gut attacks. Since seventh grade, she's gotten these gut attacks. It's like once a month and she's just in excruciating pain. She has tried Pepto, Tums, Picot, all of these different things. She used to chug champagne to get the bubbles going so she could maybe burp it all up. She would try everything. Nothing worked. And these gut attacks would last eight to 12 hours and then go away. So she landed and she said, babe, I'm getting a gut attack. And I said, shit. All right. For a while, she hadn't had one because we thought she was allergic to garlic. So she cut garlic at. But while she was back east visiting her family for Christmas, she had a lot of garlic. So we're like, that's it. Okay, great. And then all that night, she was up in excruciating pain, throwing up. She's never thrown up from pain before. The next morning, I thought maybe we had the stomach flu because I felt off. Turns out I was just really tired. And then eventually, through a series of events, we decided to take her to the emergency room where she was diagnosed with appendicitis. So she had to have surgery on the 28th, the day of Zara's party. So we had to cancel the party. We, it's not canceled. It's postponed till mid-January. It is what it is. We're like, that sucked. That sucked. But don't worry. We had already planned to throw a massive New Year's Eve party. It was a winter wonderland prom-themed New Year's Eve party. People have already doing the promposals. People had already gotten their outfits together. I had already bought some decorations. But mind you, I was actually going to buy more decorations uh, on the 30th because I do everything last minute and it always turns out amazing. So we were set. We we're like, okay, Zara's party's postponed. New Year's Eve party is happening. Because when I had appendicitis, I was up and going the next day. I was down to party. I didn't party then. I was, but I was down to move around the day after my appendicitis. I said, babe, don't worry about it. We postponed Zara's thing. And then, you know, within 24 hours, you're going to be moving and grooving. You'll be ready to party on New Year's Eve. We just won't drink, but we'll still have everyone, host everyone, and have fun with our friends. She's like, bet. Has the surgery. Surgery goes great. So, we, so it seems. We get her home, and then they did laparoscopic surgery, which I like to call microscopic surgery, where they just do tiny little incisions and then sends cameras inside of you to do everything that way so they don't have to, like, cut you open big and wide so they can, you know, do their thing. But to do that, they have to fill you with carbon dioxide, which I don't remember them doing this with me. Maybe I just didn't have any side effects of it. But they do this so they can inflate you so they can see better. Well, in some people... This goes not wrong, just not best case scenario, where it fills you and then it kind of sits on a nerve that shoots up through your ribs into your shoulder. This is all the things I've learned. I'm very knowledgeable, not, not, 
what? I am very knowledgeable on appendectomies now. So this happened to her. So the next day, she's trying to walk to the couch. She gets up. She can barely move. She's in excruciating pain. And it's because she had the thing where it sits on the nerve and she couldn't catch her breath. She couldn't take a deep breath. She was in so much pain. So the entire 29th was rest day. She sat on the couch, didn't move, was in a lot of pain. All of our nurse friends, all the internet said, this is normal. It'll go away in 24 to 72 hours. And we're like, okay, great. We're still going to be on track for the New Year's Eve party. We are okay. You are just in a lot of pain. I'm sorry. I had to lift her off the couch, put her back down on the couch and in and out of bed. She couldn't move. So I'm, thank God I work out. And I'm lifting her around. I feel bad for her. She's, when, cause when she stands up, she's out of breath. And then when she sits back down, she's still out of breath, but it takes so much that she starts, she needs, she can't catch her breath. And then she starts panicking because she can't catch breath. And then she can't, and it's all. And so we just have to like, okay, just, it was, it was a lot. So the 29th was just pain. The 30th, she woke up, woke up 103 degree fever. I immediately take her to the ER. They cannot figure out what's wrong with her. So from the 30th to the 3rd, we were at the hospital. It's the 4th now. The day this, I, that's why this episode, if you've, anyone noticed, is a day late. Because we had been in the hospital for five days. She had a fever. Her white blood cell count was super high. She had extreme pains. The doctors could not and still never did figure out what was wrong. It could have been an infection. They just gave her just generalized antibiotics. They never really figured it out. And it was just scary, frustrating, annoying. And we had to cancel our party. Our friends thankfully had a space where they could pick it up and do the party there, but they did it cocktail themed because, you know, I hadn't have time to go get all the decorations. So they didn't have any decorations. And so, and they, we canceled day of and our friend group was fucking phenomenal. And they printed out a huge picture of us and took it around the party to take pictures with. So we'd be in the pictures for New Year's Eve. It was a shitty way to start the new year and to end last year. The bar's on the ground. So I'm not going to say it can only go up from here because I know better than to test life. I know better than to say it can only get better because life will say, really? Fucking bet, bitch. And then throw some other shit at me. I came home and immediately had to take my cat to the vet because she has a UTI. Okay, that doesn't end. All last month, this is complaint hour, apparently. All last month, I was like, I just have to make it to January because work-wise, I was super just like burnt out and I had too much on my plate. I was trying to get things done so that when I went back east for a week, I could not focus on work and actually enjoy a holiday vacation. So that just means the week leading up, I'm super stressed doing two weeks worth of work in one week. And then I came back and I was like, okay, I'm just going to catch up. And then, you know, I'm actually going to get ahead because we're supposed to take a week-long vacation in January, in the middle of January, from like the 15th to the 20th, we're out of town. So it's like, okay, I'm going to just, I'm going to slowly get ahead. But then Miss Abigail had a week of torture on her body. And so I wasn't able to get ahead. I was actually got behind again. So I keep being like, oh, next month. Oh, next week. Oh, just after this, things will smooth out. Things will get calmer. Things will get better. No, I'm pretty convinced that this is just life and I have to adapt. There is no, it's going to get better. I'm just accepting life is just going to keep throwing shit at me. And I'm just going to get so fucking good at dealing with it all that it's just going to seem normal. And I'm okay with that. 
I am an extremely resilient, resourceful human being that fixes shit. And I love me. And I have therapy tomorrow. (laughs) So every day I'm just going to wake up and do what I fucking need to do. And that's going to be the end of it. If a day is really calm, I'm going to be so thankful for it. And if a day is shit, I'll be like, I've got this. Don't worry. The sun rises tomorrow. If I don't get a video up, I'll get it up the next day. It can be late. You guys can be understanding. If you can be mad. I had someone (laughs) post. Oh, I love the internet. So I was supposed to vlog, do vlogmas from December 1st to December 31st. Well, actually to January 1st. But obviously when Abby had emergency surgery and I was, I was spending the night in the hospital with her, I wasn't going to leave her side because for three days she could not move on her own. She couldn't get in or out of bed without me lifting her up and placing her back down. She couldn't like also in the ER, we were stuck in the ER for two days because they were so busy that they didn't have a room in the normal hospital for us. So they're extremely busy in the ER. So when you call the nurse button, you might not get anyone for three hours. You may also get someone and ask them for something. And then they completely forget about you because they're over there doing CPR on someone else. So I couldn't, I, I could, Abby would have survived, but it would have not have been as enjoyable or it would have been more traumatizing if I had left because I would go do things for her. And I, you know, she needed an advocate there for her because she was so in so much pain and so delirious that when they'd come in and talk to her about things, she could barely answer it or she'd forget stuff. So luckily I was there to help her. It's just any, she just needed a human. And I was already there. So I wasn't going to like try and swap out with someone else because I didn't want the ER to like kick us out. Because when you're in the ER, it's very like, you're lucky if you get to go back there with your person. In the normal hospital, you could have people there. But in the ER, it was like, I wasn't going to cause a scene. I wasn't going to try and leave and come back or send someone else in. Um, but so I didn't get to post a vlog for a couple days. And then I finally posted one. When I had time, I got my laptop. I finally got to posting. And someone was like, I was really mad because you hadn't posted. I was like, I had gotten mad at you for not posting. But now that I see this, I'll take my madness back. I was like, you were mad at me. Not just like, oh, shucks. This person was mad at me because I didn't post. They were, I love them. I'm glad that they were understanding once they knew it was going down. But I thought that was really funny. Sometimes shit happens. I wasn't being lazy. (laughs) Actual things happen and uh, but now I'm going to look at things as like every day I'm going to wake up. I'm going to do all the things I possibly can do in that day. And if I can't get it all done, it's just going to have to wait till tomorrow. But I will try and prioritize as much as I can. And uh, hopefully you guys give me grace because I fucking need it. <laughs> I'm tired. <sighs> anyway, let's start this off with what I asked of the Internet. Hold on, let me bring it up. Oh, but before I do, let's check to see if we have a sponsor for today. Sponsor, sponsor. Skims, Skims is our sponsor for today. Everyone knows that finding a perfect t-shirt can be a challenge. Whether it's too big, too small, the fit is weirdly cut, or the quality is severely lacking. Luckily, I found the perfect t-shirt and it's at Skims. They have crop silhouettes for them femmes to long sleeves, layering tees, and there's styles for everyone. I've been wearing Skims for over a year now, and I absolutely love the quality of everything I've gotten. It's silky smooth, it fits well, and my girlfriend always steals them from me. 
I absolutely love the cotton jersey t-shirt they sent me. It fits like an absolute dream. I wear it all the time. And my girlfriend stole the Skims soft smoothing t-shirt because it's extremely flattering and she can wear it on casual errands or when she wants to dress up for the night. If you want to try them out, then shop Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes XXS to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know that I sent you, that Rachel Uncensored sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select my show in the drop-down menu that follows. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. I don't even know if I had a sponsor today. Maybe if I do, I should record that. Whoops. Okay, so I asked Instagram... What feels illegal but isn't? I see people post responses like this random places on the internet, and I wanted to ask it myself, and I wanted to see the responses because I knew there'd be a lot of funny ones. So what feels illegal but isn't? You know, you get the normal ones. Capitalism, the American healthcare system, leaving the store without buying anything. You know, the normal things. Well, some people said some really funny shit. So I thought, you deserve... A little listen. Okay, picking up my Starbucks mobile order. This is the most honor system. You know what the most honor system is? Luggage claim at any airport. There are things in life where like, be careful, people steal, people steal, watch out. But then there are some things that are so easy to steal and everyone's like, nah, we just won't. Mobile pickup orders, luggage at an airport. These are things that we're just like, yeah, Honor code. And for some reason, we obey, but then you still feel weird about it, even when you're grabbing your own thing, like a pickup order at any restaurant, any cafe, whatever it is. A pickup order that's already paid for feels illegal. Always. And what I love that we're still on the honor code, and I love that people abide by it, but it's so weird that we get away with that, that we get away with having that honor code in place. Because everywhere else in the world, we just say, fuck it. <laughs> Uh, looking through someone else's phone. Well, if they don't, if like you're looking through a significant other's phone, it's illegal in the relationship sense. You are crossing that boundary. Unless you find something, then you had every right. I say this, if you don't find anything, if you're looking through someone else's phone and you don't find anything, you're a fucking idiot. Like you just violated their privacy. You broke their trust and you, because you snooped and you didn't even have a fucking reason. Now, if you find something, that's on them. You did the right thing. Good job following your gut. You just got to know. You basically have to be 99% sure that you need to snoop in order to snoop. Don't snoop. But if you're like 99% sure, just do it. Oh, everyone said this, driving with the light on in the car. 
How did that happen? There were a few things in the world that all of us, no matter where you were, at least in the United States, before the internet was a thing, we all believed certain things that Marilyn Manson removed two of his ribs so that he could give himself blowjobs and that driving with the light on inside the car at night was illegal. These two things never happened, but every child in elementary school in the late 90s and early 2000s just knew these facts that were not facts. How did that happen before the internet? I will never know. Calling in sick to work. Why does that feel so illegal? And when you do it, when you're like not sick, but you call in, you're like, ha, fuck them. But when you actually are sick, you're like, oh my God, I can't believe I have to call in. This is the worst. I, we're, just, we're just fucked in the head. Letting 19-year-olds be staff in high school and be in charge of other teenagers. That's a thing? I, I feel like teachers should be above 30 years old. Always. You were just in high school. You cannot in your 20s deal with teenagers. You still technically are one. It is so strange to think back. I'm the age where a lot of, that a lot of my teachers were. Oh my God. Were they doing this shit on weekends too? <laughs> were, this, were they this unstable as well? Were they this unsure about life and not knowing what the fuck they were doing? My God, I remember one of my teachers over the course of 10 years, because my, my siblings went to the same high school and my oldest brother is eight years older than me. So from his freshman year to my senior year, it had been 12 years of a Ballinger kid being at that high school. So over the span of that, there was this one teacher that had gone through three different fiancés. And now I get it. He was toxic. He was a toxic human being. He loved dumped and tried to commit his girlfriends and they just wouldn't. So he's married now. (laughs) U-turns. U-turns always seem illegal, even when they're not. Like, what the fuck? Talking on speakerphone in a full room of people. That should be illegal. I don't want to hear your conversation. Not a chance. Oh, this one is so fucking good. Throwing away birthday and Christmas cards people give you. What's the timeline? How long are you supposed to keep birthday and Christmas cards? I just, I literally don't know. I feel, it does feel extremely wrong and illegal to throw those away. What the fuck? Do people keep them? I remember there being a Seinfeld episode about this. Like someone sent him a card. He laughed. He closed it and threw it away. And she came over later that day and saw it in the trash and was pissed. And he's like, how long am I supposed to keep that for? And it's true. Like, do you just keep it for like two days, a week? Are you supposed to save it forever? Especially ones that are just like the store wrote something and you just signed your name. I feel like we, are, we should be allowed to just throw those straight into the trash. Because I've seen it. I'm not going to reread it. There are ones from like my grandparents I've kept or ones that like Abby hand wrote to me or my dad drew those ones. I definitely keep there are ones that I've saved for my life because I think they're amazing. But the ones like happy birthday, here's 20 bucks to Amazon. The fuck. But I feel so guilty throwing them away and I don't know why. I think this is just showing us how society has wronged us. <laughs> Wearing tennis shoes without socks. Disgusting. Your feet probably smell so bad. That's disgusting. Don't do that. Don't do that for the sake of your feet, for the sake of people's nose, for the sake of your shoes, because stinky feet smell, you cannot get out of shoes. I, I, as most people do, experiment in college. Not sexually, like I probably fucking should have, but 
there was a, week, a year I went commando. No, I shouldn't have done that. And there was a year where I was either barefoot or wore Tom's shoes. This was a huge thing. I went to a private Christian university. I hated it. But everyone there was like barefoot or wore Jesus sandals or wore Tom's shoes. Tom's shoes. So you buy a pair and they'll send a pair to kids in need in Africa. So of course, everyone in the Christian community was like, yes, this is how we're going to you know, do our part to save the world as Jesus would want. So everyone bought these fucking shoes and you're not supposed to wear them with socks because they're really low cut shoes and they would show any sock. So all of us just went sockless and our feet smelled so bad. I thought I had a condition until I started wearing socks with shoes again. And then I went, no, that was just a really dumb, stupid fucking thing I did. And that's how I experimented in college. (laughs) I stopped wearing underwear and socks. Not my best move. I definitely know more in my 30s. (laughs) Using a bathroom in a coffee shop without buying a coffee. I mean, yeah, using a toilet out at a facility and not using the facility, like going into the grocery store, a coffee shop, a restaurant, whatever, that always feels so wrong. Even if they... They don't say, you know, bathrooms for customers only. It ju- I feel like I should purchase something. I feel awkward. Everyone knows what I just did. I, even if I'm just peeing, like I really had to pee. It, I'd rather pee in a bush. And that's illegal. But I'm not inconveniencing anybody, right? The thing that's illegal is the thing I, that I want to do just so that I don't, I don't have to use anyone's bathroom. It's a weird concept. Though society has made us anxious human beings, haven't they? I actually don't have anxiety on a regular basis. Mine's very much like situation induced. But that, I, it's no wonder people have so much anxiety these days. The society just, it fucks us. First time I brought a service dog into the grocery store with me. I'll never get over that. I mean, yeah, that would feel, but you're the person like you fully have a service dog, not a, not a emotional support dog or psychiatric service dog. You've got a full service dog. That shit's allowed. Oh, that would feel so weird though. Just like walking my dog anywhere, especially with how stinky mine are. (laughs) Not a chance. (laughs) Going through airport security. I get scared. I'm secretly carrying drugs, et cetera. So many people said, this is, this goes along with so many people said driving past a cop, overtaking a cop, seeing a cop while driving and doing compl- everything completely legally. This again, society has made us so scared of people in power and authority figures that when we see one, we just immediately are nervous. Even if we don't, haven't done anything illegal. Someone was like, I get scared when I see a cop while I'm driving and I'm like, oh my God, I feel like maybe I have a ton of cocaine in my trunk when I've never touched cocaine or seen it before in my life. Why is that? Especially when I'm on the freeway and I'm going like 60. Okay, I won't lie. I'm going 72. I, I set my, my speedometer to 72. My cruise control, that's the word. I set my cruise control to 72 because I'm, I'm going a little bit faster than the speed limit, but not so fast I'm being reckless. I feel like it gets a good balance, right? I'll see, I'll see a cop and I'm going 72 and I'll slow it back down to 65 or whatever. And for some reason... That's our, that's the speed limit on our freeway is 65. And for some reason they're going like 60, 55 and I'm driving past them. And I'm like, Oh shit, they're going to pull me over, but I'm going the speed limit. Why do they do that? I think they do that on purpose to fuck with you. I think they're like, I just want to make people shit their pants. Like they have a gun. 
They are just carrying a gun around. That's, of course I'm going to be nervous. Of course I'm going to be scared of them when I see them. And I'm someone that like doesn't, they're like, there's no reason to arrest me ever. I, even though I rather pee in a bush, I still go to the restroom. I still sneak into a, a coffee shop and pee. I just, why is that? Why is that? Anytime I see a couple driving, I'm like, oh shit. I'm like going to speed limit. I'm not using my phone. My seatbelt's on. Everything about me. I'm completely sober. Don't drive drunk ever. I refuse. I won't have a single drink and get behind the wheel. But I'm like, oh God, they're going to pull me over. I'm going to get arrested. My whole life is about to change. And I'm going to be, I, I cannot imagine anyone that is a person of color or a minority, what they feel. If I'm a, a privileged white woman and that's how I feel, holy shit. I can't imagine what anyone else feels like. God damn. Oh my God. Okay. What feels illegal, but isn't wearing outside clothes in bed, like jeans and a nice top. Yeah. Cause that's gross. Also, you're ruining the outfit. Cause you know, okay. I used to do this back in when I was experimenting in college with apparently hygiene. It's don't wear your outside clothes in bed. That's what Abby taught me. Well, I knew this already, but that's how she's phrased it. You wear your comfies, but like, you don't want your outside germs in your sheets, but also even if the outfit's clean and you get in your bed weirdo you're gonna stretch out and wrinkle the outfit because like when your body warms up you warm up the material it stretches out what are you doing there's no reason to wear your outside clothes in the bed i feel like it should be illegal because it's gross i said what feels illegal but isn't and someone said stealing okay well you guys uh just in case anyone needed to know stealing is illegal oh (laughs) and <laughs> not fun stealing no it's a wrong no no don't do it it is illegal you can get arrested for it so if it if that feels illegal because it is so there's that for you okay a lot of people said stuff about this drinking out of a mug or a glass of water while going outside yes what So many people said something along the lines of this. When you walk outside and you're like going for a walk, you're like, I'm going to take a stroll. I'm going to go run some errands. You're outside your property line and you have a liquid in not a to-go cup, like not a thermos, not a Stanley cup. Sorry, I burped a while talking and it sounded like I was a little boy going through puberty. (laughs) Uh, But if you go outside and you have a literal glass or a mug, You're just walking around the neighborhood. What are you doing? My ex used to do this and it stressed me out. He'd always just carry a cup of water and he always carried it with just like two fingers. And at one point he tripped and dropped it and broke glass all over the sidewalk in front of someone's house. What are you doing? He didn't like the feel of plastic on his lips. He didn't like the taste of water in a plastic cup. Oh my God. Now you've broken glass all over the street. Don't do that. There are to-go containers for a reason. You get a thermos, you get a Stanley cup, you get a plastic cup, you get a reusable cup, whatever. Don't carry glass, an open container. What are you doing? That's weird. Don't do that. It's dangerous. It's literally dangerous. Paying for something with only coins. That? Yes. That's it's inconvenient. But at the same time, it's completely legal. It is legal. Tender, you should be allowed to do that. Oh, that's a good one. That is a good one. All right, before we move on, let's check to see if we have one more sponsor for today, mainly because I have to change the battery in my camera. Sponsor, sponsor! 
All right. Let's finish up. All right. Here we go. Here are some more. Wasting food. That does seem like it should be illegal. It's actually very rude to do in other cultures. I think that's something we should all work on a little bit more. I used to waste a lot of food. I just be like, well, that expired and forget stuff's in there. Abby is so freaking good at making sure nothing ever goes bad in the fridge. Like we eat everything. And before it goes bad, she's like, you better fill up today. Like we don't eat out if there's leftovers in the fridge. She is on top of that. And I love it because I hate wasting stuff. It's wasting money. It's wasting resources. Wasting food should be illegal. Wearing shoes in the house. Okay. Multiple people said this. I wear shoes in my house because the dog fur and the dirt the dogs bring in, my socks end up looking absolutely disgusting. Like I'd have to vacuum every single morning in order to just wear socks around the house. I could wear slides, but I take them off when I get on the couch and then I forget to put them back on and I just walk around in my socks. I'm ruining socks. I'd rather just wear the shoes. Someone said seeing the person... Seeing the same person very often feels like I'm a stalker. I run into one of my neighbors constantly. There are, I have, obviously I have a lot of neighbors. I live in a neighborhood and I don't see the majority of them. I never see any of them except this one neighbor. I see him everywhere and he's a really cool guy. Uh, He's really, really nice, but I, I've seen him multiple times out. I've also seen the same car out. There's a car in my neighborhood that's a very distinct sticker and maybe that's why I see it, but I feel like. There's just one neighbor I'm constantly seeing, and it feels wrong. I'm like, why do I keep running into you? Is he stalking me? Maybe you're not the stalker, but they are the stalker. Ooh, 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 ooh. People who have the iPhone flashlight alert, it strobes and it's super annoying. That should be, be illegal because that can trigger a seizure, right? I don't, we don't need that. I mean, deaf, the deaf community should definitely be able to use it because they can't hear it. But if you, if you, no, why don't we all just put it on vibrate? Let's put everything on vibrate and be done with it. I never have my ringer on ever. I have actually, my texts are silent and my phone calls are buzzes. I clearly do not want to be disturbed. <laughs> Bringing your own food to a restaurant. Uh, I thought this was illegal. I, the, I've done this a few times where it was like, I bought my food and they were like, oh, I'll just get my food to go from this other place. And then they're like, actually, I just kind of want to eat it here. And I'm like, well, I have my to-go food already. And then I eat it at at that. It just feels so wrong. So I agree. And I, for some reason, I feel it's illegal. I feel a restaurant has every right to kick you out. And then if you don't leave, then that's illegal because you're trespassing. But it does feel very strange to eat not their food. Do you know that celebrities, I don't know if this is true. I've heard this. That sometimes they'll bring their own chef to a restaurant because the restaurant's like, I want, they like pay to have the celebrity be eating at their restaurant, but they don't want that food. So they have their own chef come. I think that's weird. I don't know if that's true. I'm sure it's been done before. I don't know. Uh, Facing the rest of the gym instead of the mirror when working out. Why would you do this? Why would you, isn't the point of working out to see how strong you are? And how fit you are, we're all conceited. We are. There's a little conceitedness in every single one of us, especially if you're at the gym working out. Why would you face away? Everyone, look at yourself in the mirror. You deserve it. You should, you deserve to see the muscles swole up. Facing away. Illegal. 
not wearing headphones on a plane while playing video games at full volume. I have actually seen flight attendants go up and be like, you have to turn the volume off. They're like, what? No, I don't have headphones. They're like, doesn't matter. Turn the volume off. If everyone did this, this would be the loudest plane on the earth. And I loved this flight attendant. She wasn't having this person fought her on it. And she's like, well, you can leave the plane or you can turn the volume off. They turned the volume off, which was really nice. It should be illegal. There were so many people's responses of like people talking on FaceTime full volume in public, people talking on speakerphone full blast, people on planes having phone calls or listening to stuff on full volume. Be considerate. I think that's what everyone's getting at. How about everyone take a moment and realize you're not the only person in the room and no one wants to hear your game, your phone call, your FaceTime, your video. No one wants to hear that full volume around them. Put in your headphones. You can, or just lower the volume. People are very in their own world. And that is a giant problem with society. A lot of people said driving barefoot feels illegal. I heard that driving in flip-flops was illegal. I don't know if I believe that. But driving barefoot does seem extremely illegal. It feels gross. One time I drove in my snowboard boots because I was driving down the street and I was freezing and I couldn't get them off. That was probably wrong. Probably shouldn't have done that. But driving barefoot, I did that a lot growing up. Not growing up. In my high school years. Because I lived in a beach town, whatever. We were just flip-flops. I felt were more illegal. I don't know. It feels wrong, but I don't think it's illegal. Pooping at someone else's house. I have a friend that is so willing to just poop wherever he is. And I will never understand it. He'll just be like, all right, guys, beer back. And he just goes in the bathroom for 15 minutes to take a poop. Also, why does it take men so long to poop? You just wait and go on with your life until it's about to come out your butthole. And then you run to the bathroom like a civilized human. And it just falls out. And then you wipe and you're done. And then, well, then you wash your hands. Please, for the love of God, wash your hands. But pooping at someone else's house, that's like a dire situation. I can poop anywhere. I'm not a shy pooper. I'm not a shy peer. But socially, I rather hold it. But if I'm going to know I'm going to be there for a while, I'll poop. And as it's coming out flush so it doesn't smell, just try and make it as least smelly as possible. Okay, someone said driving nude. I truly believe that's illegal because that's being nude in public, right? I'm pretty sure driving nude is illegal. Driving barefoot, I don't think is. But driving nude, if you're driving and people can see your ding dong or your hoo-hahs, you're, that's illegal. Yeah, I'm going to say, don't do that. I'm pretty sure you'll get arrested for that one. Dating a man. Amen. (laughs) Ripping off only two bananas from a bunch. They weigh them at checkout anyway. I always feel bad about doing this. I feel like I'm breaking it up from its family. I feel like I'm robbing someone else who wanted to buy a bunch of a perfectly good banana. I've ripped off one. I've ripped off two. It feels so wrong. There's no rules. Take what bananas you want because you do weigh them. You do count. You don't weigh them. You count them. You count how many you take. So it just feels wrong. I feel like I'm breaking up a family. I think that's the issue. I have issues. Reading a book inside a bookstore without buying it. I always thought this was wrong. And then my high school best friend, just as her entertainment, would go to bookstores and sit in aisles and read the books. I don't think it's illegal. It just, but are you using a product without purchasing it? I mean, the bookstore has every right to kick you out, but I don't think they do. I don't know. 
That's an iffy one. I don't know a lot about books. I mean, you could just go to the library. The library. We, we should all go get library cards and support the library. That's a good place to be. But sorry, I got sidetracked. But reading a book in a bookstore without buying it seems like you're using a product without purchasing it because you are. But I guess if the bookstore doesn't kick you out, there's no issue. I mean, there's always girls. I've never seen a guy do this, but there's uh, so from my experience. It's always been girls sitting in a book aisle, tucked away in a corner with 16 books around her all open, and she's just reading. Perfectly legal. Unless they tell you to leave and you don't, then it's trespassing. Right? All right. Vapes indoors. To be honest, don't like them outside either. That smells are so artificial and not nice. Uh, I actually, I don't vape. That's a habit I refuse to get into. Smoking is just like, why would I start? No need to. Uh, But I very much enjoy the smell of the artificial fruity bubblegum candy vapes. So when people do them in my house, everyone has asked before they do them, but I actually enjoy it. But it does seem extremely illegal to do it indoors. I don't know. You're putting that stuff out in the air. I don't know. I, I know breathing, like we're blowing out our mouth air as well when we breathe, but to do it with a vape, it's just aggressively putting all your mouth air out into the world. I don't know. I can see it. I can smell it. It does seem like it shouldn't be allowed. A lot of places don't allow it indoors, but I don't think it's illegal. I think cigarettes should just be illegal at this point. Unless you're doing them on your property, I don't think people should be allowed to smoke in public. I do beach cleanups often. There are cigarette butts everywhere, and that's illegal. That's littering. It's disgusting, and it's so bad for the environment. Cigarettes are just bad. Vapes are bad too, but Vapes, there's not secondhand. You're not littering. And they don't smell, and, and vapes don't smell bad. Cigarettes are just bad all around. We should ban them. I'm down to ban them. Having your wipers on full speed. I have never needed my wipers on full speed. I don't know why that speed exists. It's actually more distracting than having water be on my windshield for one second. It feels aggressive. It feels like something bad's going to happen. I agree. I agree with this. Opening chip packet in a quiet environment, basically disrupting the peace is what that is. Uh, someone said men. I agree. Driving slow through a neighborhood to look at Christmas lights. A thousand percent. I feel like I look, I feel like I look like I'm stalking. I feel like I'm doing something wrong. Uh, or when I pull over somewhere just to like look at my phone, like I'm lost and I pull over in front of someone's house, parking in front of someone's house always feels illegal. If like, even if my friends across the street, no, I need to park in front of their house. There's just like a lot in a neighborhood. Anything you do just feels wrong because I feel like anyone's going to think I'm like, just go rob them or start a ruckus. People are very particular about their neighborhood. And there's always that, like that one on the street. That's like, doesn't like anyone parking in front of their house, causes a fit over everything is super nosy. I don't ever want to piss off that neighbor. And when it's not my neighborhood, I don't know which neighbor that is. And I don't want to cause trouble for my friends in their neighborhood. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. I work at a bank, so I have to look at people's bank accounts and what they spend money on. It feels illegal. Oh, I would love to look at some people's bank accounts, their spending habits. I want to see what people are spending their money on. Oh, I might go get a job as a bank teller just to do a little research, a little recon, a little nosy investigations. That seems like fun. I want to do that. Talking back to my grandma. Well, you... That is illegal. Um, I would send you to jail for that. So, 
Going to the gym in jeans, why would someone do that? Why would you do that? Stop it. Using Costco's food court when you don't have a membership. You used to have to, didn't you? I don't know. Bless Costco's food court. I can't eat anything there anymore. Some places have vegan dogs, but not the ones near me. I really want to try one. But I love Costco's CEO or founder, whoever it is, that said, you will not raise the price of a hot dog and soda. That will be $150 forever. And praise that man. Praise him. Cutting in line. I think this should be illegal. I think it should be at least a fine. If people can prove you knowingly cut, like it's on camera, or like someone's like, hey, you cut the line, and you're like, fuck you, and you don't move, fine them. Call the cops. Call them. No, be a good society member. Be a good member of your community. Get to the back of the goddamn line. Oh, I hate that. I think in, in like when you're driving and you cut the line, like fully cut the line and driving, like when there's a, a merge of some sort, pull them over, give them a fine. Taking your shoes off in a hospital. I just had to do this and it felt so wrong, but I was spending the night. I was in the ER spending the night and I was like, I'm not keeping my shoes on but it felt really, really wrong to take my shoes off. Like it was, a, it was a public space. I shouldn't be doing that, but I had to. There was no other option. Taking a shit after a shower. I hate it. Oh my God. Nothing will annoy me more in the morning when I get up, I do my routine and I haven't pooped yet, but it doesn't feel like I need to. I get in the shower. I clean my entire body and it's like, hey, now it's time to take a shit. Better get on that toilet. What the fuck? No, I want to shit first thing and then take my shower so that I know I'm fully fresh. I want to be clean. I want to be like if an emergency happened and somehow I had to take my pants and underwear off, it would smell like roses down there. I want to shit and then shower, not in reverse. And anyone that's fine doing that in reverse, you, you have hygiene issues. Get yourself together. Even if you're the world's best wiper, even if you have a bidet, it's wrong. You want to feel fully fresh after a shower. <sighs> Being rude to wait staff. Send them to jail. Send them. Send them to jail. Being rude to wait. They, I think a lot of this. I was going to answer questions, but I ran out of time because you guys gave some great responses to this question. Uh, I think throughout all of these, what we've learned is don't be annoying in public. Think of other people. Also, society has given us all anxiety to some extent. We could fix about half of those things if we just, you know, stop stressing people out. But mainly people are very annoyed at how shitty other people are. <laughs> don't be loud. Don't be line cutters. Don't take shit that's not yours. And we'll be okay. Like, be considerate of other humans. And I think society would be better off. <laughs> All right, guys, that's it for today. I hope you enjoy this. I will be asking Instagram for more questions. If you would like to follow me on there and keep track of my Insta story, I'm going to try and do more different things for this season, see what works, see what doesn't. If you have any ideas of different segments or things you'd like me to ask the internet, please let me know down below on YouTube. If you're just listening to this, just go DM me on Instagram or find the YouTube video. I will be looking at all the comments. I love you guys so much. Welcome to season three, four, one, two, three, four. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> but also, happy new year. I'm excited to start this year off as soon. And, and uh, we're going to get back on schedule. This will be every Wednesday. This, this week was just a hiccup. It might happen again. 
not this exact scenario, but a hiccup might happen again, but I will try my darndest to stay on top of stuff. But yeah, please subscribe, please follow. And I'm excited to uh, start a new year. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to revamp this a little bit, but please tell me your ideas. And if you liked this, maybe not a full episode of this, but uh, you know, maybe a couple different segments. We could have like a structure to this podcast for once. I don't know. Let's do this together. Let's, the, the world is our oyster. Let's start 2024 off as a team. All right. I love you. Thank you, Blaze, for being here. He was a good boy for sleeping behind me the whole time. I love y'all. I'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Rachel Uncensored, the only place on the internet where you can find the uncensored version of me, Rachel Ballinger. I hope you enjoyed. If you did, please like, subscribe, or follow, or do whatever this platform tells you to do so that you can get notified every time I post a new episode. Love ya! Hey folks, I'm Yen. And I'm Nat. And we're the hosts of Comic Sans, the podcast about comics for those who are sans knowledge. Comic Sans is a show for people who know nothing about comics, like me. And people who love them, like me, and want to learn more about them. What makes you an authority on comic books? I read them, write them, live them, breathe them. What makes you the authority on knowing nothing? Honestly, Yen, two seasons in, I actually know a little more than I used to. You're welcome. The reason for that is that every episode, I make Nat read one of my favorite comics, like Daredevil Saga or This One Summer. And then he tells me what makes that comic so special. And then I hear what Nat thinks, and I try to avoid a pulmonary embolism. While I actively try to give him one. You can listen to the second season of Comic Sans now. With new episodes every two weeks. Wherever you get your podcasts. You know, Yen, I think I know so much about comics now that this might have to be our last season. Nat, there will forever be more comic than you will ever know. What does that even mean? I don't know, it sounds profound though. Right?